What's up, everybody? Metal Dave Glessner here, along with my co-host, Jason McMaster, bringing you another episode of the Talk Louder podcast. Our guest today is metal church singer Mark Lopes. Mark joins us to talk about the band's latest album, Congregation of Annihilation. Uh, tells us a little bit about how he got the gig. He's also the singer for Ross the Boss. Ross, of course, from Man of War fame. Uh, he's also got a band called Let Us Pray. So uh, got numerous things going on, Metal Church being the priority. Just got back from a tour. He tells us a little bit about that. And he shared a stage with uh, Jason in Germany at the Keep It True Festival when Watchtower performed as direct support to Metal Church, who was direct support for Udo Dirkschneider. So you guys got to know each other real quick. And uh, yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind. And then come to find later on throughout, uh, you know, hanging for a few hours that we'd actually shared the stage about 10 years ago. And this uh, project he had called uh, Cobra Kai uh, played with us and with Dangerous Toys in Boston like 10 years ago. And he said something in a meeting, you know, in, in our, our recent hang, he w- he said something that's i was like wait a minute that's didn't you weren't you yeah didn't like i put it together and he was like holy shit i don't even remember that because he was he goes i I was i was drinking back then and i holy shit you know so there's this kind of brother from another mother thing happened in this complete uh spotted relationship we may or may not have had already that uh we've we've put together and uh he's Dave, he's a great guy. Yeah. You can yeah. tell he's just super fun and high super energy. Honest too. He doesn't yeah, mind he's, uh, he doesn't mind telling you, you know, where he slipped and where he fell and what yeah. the, you know that he's nervous and all that stuff, which is yeah, it's great. Uh, he really cares about about what his uh his role is, about what his job is, because he really wants to uh hit it on the nail. He doesn't yeah. want to miss the nail. He wants to get it right. And uh, the guy's guy's winning. I think that he's uh, got just super promising uh, straight line, you know, to the heavens. So, yeah, uh, great singer, too. I'd never heard of him until uh, you, you mentioned him and mentioned that we were going to have him on the show. Not on my radar either until recently. And yeah. I have to admit, I I'm, I can't we you and I both I'll throw us both in the bucket. Can't I mean, we're, we're just being straight. I, you know, it's not our fault that we don't know who Ross the boss's singer's name. You know, we don't know who that guy is, but. You know, holy shit, I saw Metal Church and this guy, you know, is holy shit. And next thing you know, yeah. So, yeah, he sounds great on the new record, Congregation of Annihilation, the latest Metal Church album with Mark Lopes on vocals. Looks like this uh, for those of you watching and not listening. Uh, it's on Rat Pack Records, which is the the same label as Todd LaTorre's uh, solo project. Right, right. So, yeah, I was happy that you were able to get him booked on the show and that he was oh, able yeah. to join us. Uh, great singer, great guy, Mark Lopes from Metal Church on the Talk Louder podcast. All right. How's, how's it going? What are you up to right now? I know you just got off the road. Yeah, I just got off the road. I'm just uh, back here at uh, my homestead here in California. One of my homesteads. Right. My second homestead. <laughs> right. Uh, the what first are, homestead. 
Yeah. Yeah. I live, I live part-time here in Marina Del Rey. And then I live on the East coast in Massachusetts. All right. Jason told yep. me about this. So yep. let's just start with that shit and how, <laughs> and how, uh, I even met you. Oh yeah. Cause right. Cause it's kind of being, uh, like let's do this metal church has actually, and cause this way Dave can jump in, uh, Metal Church is kind of Dave. You 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 recognize and realize that Metal Church, just general, has been um, on our radar and in our conversation on our uh, lip service kind of thing uh, for a month now or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. our last guest that we had a couple of days ago, Rick Fox, is in a band with Stet. Right. And anyway, I just thought that that was, it's been interesting. Uh, all because of Keep It True. Yes. Because I came back and, you know, it was like, oh, fucking Metal Church and Metal Lucifer and, and you know, fucking Enforcer and Udo and blah, 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 you know, and, and then the toys thing and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that story's been told. Let's talk about you growing up a little bit and uh, not, you know, you don't have to talk about elementary school. (laughs) (laughs) Unless something, uh, you know, traumatic happened that you want to talk about and and we can comfort you. (laughs) (laughs) What's your relation to New Bedford? Oh, that's where I born and raised in New Bedford. Um, yeah, I, that's where I call home still. And, uh, you know, I just, been, you know, get into metal at a really early, not, well, it, everything changed in 1982 when I saw Iron Maiden run to the hills on MTV. And I was like, oh man, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Bruce is running around and I'm like, I, I, I kind of dig that. I think, I think, although it's, although it's funny though, because I, I played drums for a long time and then, um, uh, always having singers in the band was, was, it was, they, they never worked out. And I, I got into like writing and I always sang anyways, cause I was in choir and all that stuff when I was younger. And then I ended up, uh, um, having my, my poor brother, kicked out of the band um so i could sing uh <laughs> so your brother your brother was the sorry singer. dude <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hell uh, so, <laughs> sorry bro literally he had cooler hair but no that was it sorry did you, dude. <laughs> did you blame it on did you blame it on uh i've heard you talk about your brother uh in good ways uh yeah. you, you do, was it was it because I mean, could did you blame it on the other guys in the band? The, those dudes don't like you. You know me. I'm your bro. I mean, of course, I want you in the band. I don't know. I, I mean, that was a long time ago. I don't remember. Well, what when it was. you're when you're kids, you know? when you're kids, you don't really yeah. know how to manage that kind of shit. You know. So yeah, I was just awkward. like, I was just like, nah. You know, I mean, because I was writing all the tunes and writing all the vocal parts, and I was like, what am I? Well, I'm trying to interpret this. It's ridiculous. So I'll just, I'll just do it myself. You know what I mean? And yeah, that kind of came about. 
So, and That's... then I finally got off the drums and then decided just to sing. Well, did you take any drum lessons? Were you in? Yeah, you said, I was actually pretty freaking good. But you yeah. said you were, you did a lot of choir. I mean, did you? So was yeah, it? Yeah, was, was it? And I went to voice lessons and all that stuff. Yeah. Was it church choir or just like school yeah, stuff? School, school okay. choir stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Yep. Yep. Do you remember any training that like was long lasting from those yeah. days? Yeah, I, did, I don't think so. I was in choir uh, either and it was a jip. <clears throat> it was a jip. I didn't come off of that with anything you know no 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 i think once i started to once i decided to just start to sing yeah then i i I started going to proper voice lessons okay you know with a proper instructor and uh you know that's how that whole journey started so yeah and and so what age is this what what is that what age are you at the time that you're starting to take this, you know, seriously and get some formal training, instruction, et cetera? 18. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still quite young in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, that's when I was like, I want to be a rock star. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever you, you call it what you want. I mean, you wanted to use your voice in a way that wasn't what they were trying to talk to you about in proper choir. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um so dr- back to drums just real quick. Uh mm-hmm. do you do you still write from a drummer's aspect when you write a song? Do you have I with it like I have my own band called Let Us Pray yeah. and um I write all the drums. All of it. Even though the you're the singer. Thing. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, but I'm the singer. I arrange everything. I produce everything. Okay, all right. I record everything. A little bit more than the singer rule. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, yeah, uh, yeah, you know. that's okay. Uh, I'm not, mm-hmm. why would I get mad at something like that? <laughs> Did, I, want, you, I wanted to, uh, I wanted ahead, to, bring this, I want to bring this together real quick uh, as we're getting started here. Uh, so Jason tells me, Mark, that you guys uh, ha- suddenly have a very quick history and it, it's because of Jason mentioned the Keep It True Festival. So It's all their fault. Jason's band Watchtower flies to Germany to play in front of Metal Church, who is playing in front of Udo Dirkschneider. So, mm-hmm. so you three bands are sort of top of the bill at Keep It True on this particular day. Yeah. Um, and then you and Jason met. And so were you aware of Jason either through Watchtower or Dangerous Toys at that time? Or did you guys kind of just meet there in Germany and kind of bond a little bit? And then tell us a couple weeks later, a month later, he's in your hometown with Dangerous Toys. So kind of bring this whole circle together for our listeners. No, oh, that's a that's a fun story because um, I've loved Watchtower for, since, you know, back when they came out and um, I never saw them live. Right. Um, so, you know, schedules are all crazy and playing all these things. And I remember looking at the, the and, and, you know, because I'm. More than anything, I'm always a fan, you know? So I, every time we play a festival, I'm like, oh, who's playing? Because a lot of times I get to see bands I never would get to see here ever, or I've never seen, you know, I never had the opportunity. So Watchtower was on the thing, and I was like, oh, my God. I go, I wonder if they're playing the same day as us. Now, kind of, you know, like I said, things get hectic. We were traveling a lot and stuff. And all of a sudden, I, I and somebody goes, yeah, you know, Watchtower's playing uh, 
you know, the Saturday you're playing and I'm like, fucking awesome, you know? And I'm like, you know, of course, then it's like, well, when they play and I, you know, so I kind of, you know, you lose track. We were running super late. We had problems with our flights. So we had a signing to do and we were going to do the signing and then we weren't going to be able to do the signing. And then the last minute we were going to do the signing. It was all kind of crazy. So finally we're in the, we're standing in the lobby. We're like, are we doing the signing? Where is everybody? So finally they come get us. Luckily the venue is really close. We walk in and all of a sudden, all right, well go to the, you know, put your stuff in the back of the sign. All of a sudden here comes Watchtower. I'm like, Oh, look. I'm like, and I felt bad because we had a really short signing time because we were late. And like people are going through the line and I'm on the end and I'm like watching the show. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm wicked sorry. I go, but like, I've never seen Watchtower, bro. Thank you. Blah, 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 blah. And you know, and you guys are playing and I'm jamming outside stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. Controller resistor, all these stuff. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. So then it's like, all right, well, hurry up. We're going to go play. So everybody's getting their stuff ready. It's mayhem as usual. Jason comes walking out the thing and I'm like, oh, dude, totally fucking awesome show and totally cool. And he goes, oh, I'm wicked psyched to see you. And that was it. We play. It's true. Yeah. And that was it. So we play and, you know, Kirk comes up to me uh, uh, later in the day or the next day and he goes, oh, dude, he goes, Jason, he was so psyched. He got to see the show. He said he really liked it and all this other stuff. And I was like, oh, cool, man. And, and uh, I go, you know, um, I go, I think they're, I go, I think they're playing back home. I'm, I'm going home next week, back to Massachusetts. He goes, Oh, I go, maybe you can see if, uh, you know, I can chat with them, you know, some, maybe when we get there or something. And that's kind of like how that whole ball rolled, you know? And then, um, you know, Kirk connected us and, you know, we ended up talking up on, on the phone the day before for a while and realized that like, you know, we have it's way too much in common. And, uh, and then, you know, we hung out the next day and then we realized that we had already played together. <laughs> we yeah, didn't even yeah. know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, is which that? is, which is, uh, fill us in. Uh, uh, what was it called? Co uh, yeah. So I was talking to, I was talking to him. I said, Hey, I go, you know, all my dudes from shadows fall. And I said, you know, those are my boys. I go, you know, known those guys for years. I play and I, I go, we had a, we had an eighties fun tribute band that we used to do for fun uh called cobra kai and he goes wait a minute he goes we play with you guys and i'm like and he described the place and i'm like oh my god you're right i go i don't remember because i was i was always drunk back then i go i, I vaguely remember and i go boy i must have left must have impression because you don't remember me either no i didn't and it was 10 <laughs> well and it was 10 years ago mark wasn't that like 10 fucking years ago yeah but i mean it was just it was a shit show you know what i mean our whole our whole purpose was the whole purpose of the band was like hey can we let's play poison and all these ridiculous covers that none of us have ever played and do it, see how drunk we can get and still play it. That was the whole idea of the band. <laughs> that sounds kind of fun. I mean, there's a lot of those kind of, the time, there's sure. a lot of those kind of things happening now and it's just a lot of fun and there's no rules yep. and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, so Cobra Kai, you said, you said that and, and I, you probably remember as we're sitting there chatting about it, I'm like, Hold on a second. You had a band with the Shad guys. 
what wait a minute didn't you open for and you were like oh surely not and then my eyes got big and your eyes got big and it was like a wasn't it like a tribute band oh shit it was kind of (laughs) david was one of those moments so we've actually played together twice not once and then we hung out at the toy show and in new bedford a few weeks back and and that's how that goes that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so, you guys, you guys bump into each other in Germany, and a few weeks later, Jason's in your hometown with Dangerous Toys, and you guys yeah. get to hang out again. Wow! In the yeah, world. And to be honest, I mean, I really didn't know Jack about Mark other than what I have found out recently, and and saw him sing, and then and heard him sing, and and obviously had seen him 10 years ago and you know yeah it's a cover band you can't ah you know cool cool you know matt and john high five you know "Eh, who's this dude singing you know (laughs) yeah exactly yeah look true 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 (laughs) but now i'm just uh just as a singer and where we are right now and because we can jump all over the place in this shit it doesn't matter Mm mm-hmm you just got off the road with Metal Church. Of course, mm-hmm. we want to talk about how you hooked up with Metal Church, and we want to talk about Ross the Boss. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this this new Metal Church record is kind of blowing my mind. <laughs> I got this at, at Purchase Street there in, in New Bedford, I guess, right? Do they yes. still call yeah. that part Boston. of town New Bedford? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Um, and everyone needs to get this. It's on Rat Pack Metal Church Congregation of Annihilation. And I've been spinning it. You know, you and I spoke. I was wondering which which vinyl I got. And it's this kind of camo shit. Oh, that one. Yeah. The the gold uh, spire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one's. Yeah. Whatever. Go, vomit. One side has yeah, vomit. vomit. Yeah. One side is just it. black. <laughs> yeah, it's got vomit on one side. Oh, that's weird. It's clear. It's black on the other side. I mean, huh? pretty much. There's a couple of little, I mean, the vomit flipped oh, okay. over on the yeah, other side. Yeah, it kind of bleeds through a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I totally dig that look, though. It looks yeah. camo to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what they call it. That works. Just, that works for, yeah, it works. for the they whole thing. They just put a bunch of colored vinyl and say, hey, cool, here you go. Congratulations on the record. From what I understand, oh. it's doing great. Yes. Uh, and way beyond your expectations. You oh, just yeah. got off the road. Just, you know, throw some stuff back at us on on uh, on your experience with this. Um, As far as the road goes, it's, you know, it's it's interesting. It's like, you know, I, I, I try to explain to people you can rehearse till your tongue falls off with the stuff and you know which i did for months and months leading up to the tour and the whole nine yards after doing the record i mean you know obviously i have this huge responsibility to do the back catalog which you know i've already experienced doing it with ross but in a different way and you know it's i was ready you know there's always is gonna i was massively prepared for the shit talk and you know, the whole, uh, yeah, you know, it ain't David Wayne, it ain't Mike Howard. I was like, yeah, you know, I get to the point where I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, I mean, not not that I'm saying that was the case, but I'm just saying I was kind of prepared for it. But, you know, you can't, you can't move forward worrying about what other people think. That's just, you know, that's just one of those things you do the best that you can. And, you know, you if, if it's true and it's passionate, that's all you can do. I know what I can do and I know what I put into it. And that's really what matters. 
um, and hope people like it. So, you know, when we, you know, you can rehearse and rehearse, rehearse and rehearse. And of course, when you hit the stage, it's a whole different beast, you know, nerves set in your mind plays tricks on you, you know, you suddenly don't know the words, um, you know, <laughs> and, and all these other things. So like, you know, from the first, from the first show in May up until last week, the difference is night and day. Um, I mean, it was, I always call it the best way to learn anything. I, uh, I'm a firm believer. It's trial by fire. You know, you can't be, you can't be afraid to fail. And, um, you just, you know, you you fail, you fall, you get back up and you, you know, you know, you do it better the next time. That's all you can do. You know, so they're, you know, they're definitely the first batch of shows. I remember being so, I remember sitting with my vocal instructor and he's like, dude, you're like, I'm, I like suddenly felt like I couldn't sing for real. He's like, he's like, dude, you know, do this. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're hitting every, and he goes, you're so tense. They're like, basically like you're caving yourself in. And that's what it mm. felt like for a the first couple of runs, it was like, I was like, Oh my God, I don't know if I, I was freaking out. I'm like, can I, am I going to be able to do this? I'm so fucking nervous, man. I'm like, I'm choking myself out. You know? Right. Well, you, did you feel like you were sort of put, there was, you know, someone was stepping on your windpipe. You yeah, were running man, out of I air. Like yeah. It was on my chest at all times. You uh -huh. know? And it was like, every time I was like, oh, I was like, what? And yeah. what's going on here? You know, I was like, I was like, I like it, like I forgot, it felt like I just didn't even know what I was doing anymore. And it was just like a really wicked head you, game. You, you know? mean technique? Yeah. It yeah, was it just was like, a, like, okay. a, yeah, it's like all yeah. of a sudden I forgot how to sing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, oh, this is fucking weird. You know, and, and it was just, it was all self-imposed. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. That's in your head, you know? isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, wow. it, you know, it'll play tricks, but as you know, as I started to finally kind of loosen up and let it go and, and, and mentally, train myself in a different manner um things you know i evidently you know they got better and i remember we were doing we had done we were in europe for the first time and we had done alcatraz fest which is a big one and that was weird the crowd was kind of weird the show was cool but it was just it was kind of a weird vibe and i remember having a real complex because i was like man they didn't like it because it was like it was just a dull reaction but okay I, you know Sometimes that's how festival crowds can be, you know, it depends yeah. on where you play, you know, whereas you go to Spain, it's like playing at a club. Sometimes you go to all the countries. It's like, everybody's just judging, you know? Yeah. But I remember the next show we were playing in Denmark and for whatever reason, this, the stars lined up and everything opened and it was like, now that's what it's supposed to feel like. And the whole band felt it because we were all in the same boat. It was all new. It's a whole new chemistry. I mean, yeah. here I am, a guy coming into a lineup that's gone through some terrible things. And, you know, and then now they got this different guy singing. And I mean, I can only imagine, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, from that angle. So, I, you know, I still didn't feel like I was getting my footing wasn't there. I wasn't comfortable. And, you know, I mean, still getting to know everybody. And, um, and then you catapult to the last couple of runs that we just did, which was in Malta and uh, Poland and Germany. I keep it true. And you saw the show. It was it was night and day. It was like I I now am comfortable. You know what I mean? I feel like a part of the band and I'm I'm getting my mojo and everybody's been very welcoming. And, and the fans, you know, we do the meet and greets every night 
with everybody. And it's been very important because you get that instant feedback, yeah. you know, you know, it's great. It's like, I'm a big advocate. Hey, if you don't, if you're not digging it, just, you know, it's cool. It's all right, man. Don't, you know, don't, I hate yes people. You know, if you don't, if yeah. you're not digging, it's cool, man. I'll take, I'll listen to what you have to say, you know, whatever the case may be. That's cool. Well, all they, all they know? have to do is listen to the record. And if they, if they're hating on it, they ain't listening to it. I mean, really listening to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Kurt's riffs are Kurt's riffs, right? They go and they go and they go till, mm-hmm. till it's the first record and the first release and the first mm-hmm. gig of that was metal church with the OG lineup. Mm-hmm. So if you come to current times and you go back, the common denominator, even Kurt even wrote when Kurt was not touring with the band, he was still writing with the band. Yep. So when you think, and a lot of people may or may not realize that, that Kurt mm-hmm. is the constant conduit of metal right. church. And I feel it's like it's right. Yeah, yeah. It's the riffage. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I totally appreciate you being straight and honest and, and actually starting with your, your stumbles and your falls on and your personal conflict on how it's going to be perceived and that you obviously care so much that it hurts yeah. being, well, you know, uh, you're, you're choking yourself out. Right, you exactly. Yes, you're, exactly. You're yep. straining by mental uh, depression. Right. Not, exactly. not like you're depressed. You're no. not, you're not depressed, but you no. know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I get that. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me think, Dave, please hold that. Cause I just want to throw in, you know, Mark Tornillo and the accept thing. There's people that still think Udo has been a member of accept for 25 years and he hasn't. <laughs> I mean, they've made like what eight records now with Mark. Right. You know, it's kind of crazy. And so right. I would imagine that first time that he jumped into Germany with X and it said, accept behind his head that, exactly. people, were, that people were like this you know, folding oh, their arms yeah. and going, what the, uh-huh. who is this guy? Come on. Right, exactly. And then they won him over. I feel like the same thing's happening in metal church. It's definitely feeling it for sure. Because, yeah. you know, I know that, you know, obviously the first bunch of shows, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I am not a big per, I don't read the press. I don't read reviews, all that. I sometimes, I stumble upon them because people will tag me and I unknowingly will look at it. Mm. And, um, you know, Hey, for the most, I will say, honestly, for the, for the 96% or probably more has nothing been, been love and, and, and optimism. And that's great. And, you know, always going to have, you're always going to get those, you know, those total, you know, keyboard warriors and stuff, which is fine. You yeah. know what I mean? I always kind of chuckle at that stuff, yeah. but you know, Hey, I'll tell you right now, no one is a bigger critic than myself. You know, I will, I'll be the first one to go, well, that wasn't right. That's not cool. That isn't, it was funny. I was, I was with my, my vocal coach a couple of weeks ago and, you know, I love him because he's, he's totally up front and he, we were going over a couple of things and I was laughing because everything that he picked, I, I was, I picked the same thing. I was like, yep, that, this, 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 and this. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. what do we, you know, what do we do here? And so, I already, you know, I can tell you, I, you know, I already know myself, you know, and I mean, I'm only, I am out there to try to give the best possible performance and respect to everything that we do. You know what I mean? I'm more concerned about the back catalog than my own stuff because it's my own stuff. I mean, 
I can go where, wherever I want with it because yeah. it's, you know, I wrote it and I know, and you know, I, I I'm always, I'm a, I, I have my own thing and obviously I want to pay respect obviously to the, to the original content of the stuff that I have to do, which is the bulk of the legacy of the band. Fortunately, David Wayne has been a huge influence of mine from the beginning, you know, so I guess by my fortune, I had that certain quality that resonated and stuck with that by the grace of the God. That's great because that there's not much effort to do that because it's what I do anyways. And then I just put my own spin of things, you know, so within the context of this band, it works really well. And that's what seems to be resonating really well with the fans and as the tour's going on and time's going on, it's getting better. I mean, all of our, you know, the U.S. market for this band was never really that big over the last bunch of years. And these last tours have been ridiculously packed, like kind of like we, you know, we'll go into a place. Of, there's no expectations. And then, you know, what, four, 400 people were like, whoa, on like a Sunday. Whoa, what? I'm like. I didn't even think anybody cared, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, and, and everybody leaves wild, the lines along and, but doing merch is ridiculous. And that's telling, you know, and now going back to Europe next year and all these things that are coming up, you know, there's a lot of interest now. The, we, you know, we went out there and did trial runs. That's why I was never mm-hmm. really like a tour tour. Yeah. Cause we didn't know what was going to happen. You right. know what I mean? We didn't know how it was going to be received. They could have hated it and we'd be all back home. You know what right. I mean? But it, so when but you're doing working. when you're doing clubs sort of like uh, off the highway, you know, you go down a, a small road and play a smaller town, if you will, right. mm-hmm. and you get 400 people in a little club on a Sunday night for the style of music that you, you're presenting that you have out and that the, even with a legacy behind the band, uh-huh. that's a good gig. So exactly. you have to take all those and you stack a bunch of those up and that's pretty badass. Now, do you feel like uh, the audience is over? Well, I mean, just e- even with even let's let's take you out of the mix and it's Mike on vocals or even, you know, David Wayne on vocals. Do you feel like Metal Church? It was, you know, that in America in the clubs. Do you think that that's kind of what Metal Church has always Ah, we'll take it. That's us. That's what we get. And then Europe is a bigger deal for Metal Church or? I think, I mean, to be, to be honest, I mean, I remember, um, I, you know, I've, I remember seeing uh, Metal Church open up for Megadeth um, at a, an arena in Connecticut, one of the casinos, uh, this is way back. And uh, I was like, yeah that's that's where they belong yeah they belong uh, you know yeah doing things and um my personal feeling even i will even take me i'll take myself out of the equation yeah that's what absolutely they should be in the same positioning as queensrike and overkill and um all those bands because their legacy is the same i mean dude those first two album first three albums are they're iconic. Yeah. I mean, there's those, there's, the material on those records are just timeless. If you're a metalhead, you know those more than anything. You yeah. Know those and, and those of us who were fucking there. Yep. Uh, those are no brainers 
as far as like thumbing through, oh, I'm going to, you know, oh, I'm going away for the weekend. What are you going to take? Right. <laughs> Metal Church is yeah. going to be in there with right. the bands you mentioned, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, always, no, no doubt, when you play the game of, uh, you know, the big four, the big five, the big six, the big seven, mm-hmm. the big eight. <laughs> he yeah. just starts right. stacking on right. Metal Church and Overkill, and, and there's probably yep. a few more, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Um, yeah, I just think it's crazy. I want to go back real quick. Dave, I know Dave's been kind of biting his tongue for a second, but you keep <laughs> saying this shit that I want to, I personally want to know about. When you Back to your vocal coach and your, I guess, prepping and maybe over prepping and you're you're saying your your vocal coach picked the same things that you did were these things that you were uncomfortable with that you didn't like about your performance i.e were you guys listening to the record or demos or what and making notes on stuff just a live, just live videos and stuff i mean oh, you know yeah, okay the live videos obviously okay are just, they're, they're, they're so badly misrepresenting i mean we, i've seen yes. some of the best singers on a live video going what the fuck is that right and then right, you were right. at the show going didn't sound like that that's kind of a you know how that goes it can be a weird mis- misconception you know you but don't I mean, have for- to tell me yeah exactly holy <laughs> shit man i'm <laughs> going man i used to be able to sing what the fuck happened ah you know? dude that's why i don't even like I look at the video and like, cause I'm a video editor too. So like sometimes I'll, I, I might, I'll make like uh, promo clips and stuff. And sometimes I'll see cool videos that people will take. I'll never listen. I'll never mm, listen. I'm like, I, I'm going to yeah. hate it no matter what. So yeah. I delete the audio track, <laughs> Yeah, you know, because yeah. I mean, it, it, to me, it's a feel and it's a vibe. If the feel and the vibe are good and the crowd's reacting, it's cool. You know, I'm going to know when something felt a little wank or something like that. It is what it is. And, yeah. you know, it, I want to try to make it better, obviously. And that's why I still work with a vocal coach and will always do that. But I mean, perfection yeah sure if i wanted to stay still in front of my microphone and look at everybody maybe close my eyes i probably could nail it perfect but that's yeah. not what i do yeah. you know what i mean i run oh, around yeah. like a man like i'm possessed yeah to well, me you, I'd rather poem, you want to you have know? fun and you want to you're putting on a show it's not you know you're not in the studio making this yeah. perfect you know exactly. piece of art yeah. you're creating yeah. art by being uh free and open you know here you go love or hate this phrase it's live rock and roll right it's freedom it's freedom it's an expression of the moment between the audience member and the band Mm -hmm. yeah you're you're i love it when people go he can't hit those notes i'm like oh dude shut dude whatever what yeah (laughs) Yeah, like i i would i got this gig because i can't hit the notes yeah, I'm sure Kurt hired me for that. Come <laughs> right on, dude. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was my question. The obvious question here is how did you tell us about the audition process? And I love the fact that you're telling us your first couple of dates with the band. You're a little nervous. So you are very self-aware. You strike me as a guy who's self-aware. Uh, and, and and you'll admit if you were nervous or you were off or whatever. So tell us about how did you get the phone call to audition and then how did you feel about the audition after you were done and then what sealed the deal? Well, it's, it's, it's a wild, kind of a wild story because it goes, I have known Stett for million, a billion years because he lived, he's from the Cape. And, oh, um, okay. Yeah, so he, from the same, we rock the same neighborhoods, you know what I mean? 
he was, you know, obviously he's older than me and he was doing a lot more at the time when I was just starting, you know, so he was like the guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. And, um, and then of course, you know, when he, I mean, he got into wasp and all that other stuff, he was like, Oh my God, you know, that's the rock star dude now, you know? Yeah. And, um, so, I, but I've known him for a long time and, um, you know, so, you know, as time's gone on and I started doing, you know, more and more, we, you know, we kind of even connected more. We had a lot more in common to talk about, you know? Yeah. So, um, we, uh, basically we played with metal church. I played with metal church with, um, Ross, the boss, um, uh, at, uh, bang your head festival in Germany. I think it was like, I want to say like 2019 and we, um, you know, I was all excited. I love metal church. So I remember we were playing the same day. They were playing in the day we were playing We were headlining on, a, on, a, on another stage. They were playing in this, a different stage outside. Um, so I remember I, I still, and I crazy. I still have the video of that day, which is fucking wild. Um, I just found it. I forgot I had it. It's pretty mm. crazy. I'm on the side of the stage taking video of them playing and it was you know it was awesome and uh they were instead and i got to i started to get to know steve bass player and um stet's like hey we're staying um we're staying to watch you guys play and i'm like oh great you know he goes we're supposed to be leaving and we play with armored saying i'm good friends with joey yeah. so you know, they were like, oh, we're going to come out to the thing. Of course, we're playing late. And they're like, oh, we, we told our bus driver we're staying. So it's like, oh, cool. You know, well, you know, so we we, we go to play and, you know, they're all, it was funny because they're all like, they're all in the front. So here's like Armored Saint and Metal Church and I'm playing and I'm like, I know they're there. And of course, I'm cautious of it. But it, and it just so happened we had a really, really good show that night, which was fantastic, you know. So you know that was great it was good to you know kirk showed up everybody was there and and they were like oh it was a great show whatever so that that goes about and this is know, with uh i'm sorry to interrupt is, is this yeah. with with i'm sorry singing from metal with church, singing with metal church was ron ronnie no no it was a uh, mike oh mike it was oh yep. okay so mm -hmm. this was yep. oh okay mike this is 2019 yep okay so my uh, damn it was a damned if you do tour the okay. last part all right okay um so i get a um i got a call i don't know some months later about possibly i guess that there was some kind of scheduling conflict and that possibly mike wasn't going to be able to do a couple of festival appearances and they were like would you be interested in doing it and of course i'm like yeah, oh, yeah of course of course you know nothing ever came of it but it was you know it was hell it was <laughs> nice to be even mentioned and asked you know oh my god yeah so I was like, wow, that's, you know, that's cool. And of course, at the time I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, how am I going to do this, man? I forgot that stuff. You know, it's not like you can do that shit just in a whim. You know, I'm like, fuck, I better, I remember I better start going over a couple of these songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just in case, just in case, you know. I, I can um, relate. You're, that that you're worrying about it. You're worrying about it before the phone rang. Yeah, exactly. I was worried <laughs> about it before even they was like, oh, can you do the gig? I was just like on the, I mean, it was great. I mean, I, I was always, always into like, you know, when I'm doing my own rehearsals, it's always fun to do something different, you know? So sure. I guess I did it to my rehearsal for fun, you know, not thinking that how much that was going to come in handy later. Right. Um, 
anyways, you know, so then all of a sudden the whole, the whole world shuts down the whole nine yards. And then, um, I hear, you know, like everybody else that yeah. Mike had passed away mm. and I was like, my heart just, I was like, Whoa, mm. I'm like, that's just, that's fucked up. I'm like, yeah. fuck. I'm like, you know, there's no way that band's going to go on after all the stuff that they've been through. I'm like, it's kind of, and you think after all this time, it's got like maybe that was a sign to say, hey, let's uh, you know, maybe we should call it. This be a good time to 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 you know to end mm. it on, on this note, you know. Yeah. You know, but that was, you know, I remember talking to Stet and everybody was in disbelief, and you know, you know, obviously. Time goes and um I get a call and they're like, hey, What's going on? And I'm and I got when I got the call, I kind of had this really weird feeling. I was like, they're gonna ask me to play. I don't know how I feel about this. Now, mind you, I didn't pick up the phone yet. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm looking yeah. at it going, <clears throat> Yeah, this is I know what this is gonna is be. I got Stet, a weird I, is, I'm, I'm I'm like, yeah, this is I have a weird feeling about this, but is it stat calling? It's stat calling. Okay, all right. Yeah. So that's what the phone call was, and I was like. Yeah, man, I'm like, yeah, what am I going to say? No, of course. <laughs> you know, hanging up the phone in the back of my mind, I'm like, there's a million things going on. I'm like, wow, I'm like, this is, I don't even know how I feel about this because it feels weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I didn't, you know, getting, getting a gig like, you know, like this would be just, it would, it would just felt just, this is how I am. I just was like, wow, man, that's just crazy, you know? I mean, I didn't have the gig yet or anything, but I would just even like the notion of even a, like, even getting going into it. Yeah, but you know? there's a tingle kind of a thing where you start. Oh, God, that was absolutely the, an the excitement oh, because here's a band a, that I grew oh, up shit. with. Like, it's a, oh, yeah, shit. This is like, wow, yeah. this is a big time. What the fuck? Yeah. This is crazy, you know, at the same time. And, you know, it, 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 was a, it was a pretty interestingly long process, which you have to understand. I mean, basically, uh, you know, I get on the phone. I got on the phone with Stead and I started talking to Steve and then I talked to, to Kurt and, you know, Kurt was awesome. And, you know, we kind of like, it was loose, very loose because we didn't, you know, nobody knew what this, we didn't, nobody knew what was going on. We didn't know if it, I didn't know if they had other people they were looking at or whatever. So I kind of kept a very open mind about it. And I was still doing all my Ross stuff too. So that kind of kept me balanced in the head there, you know? And I remember I was home and I was working a lot, my regular job that I was doing at the time. And I remember them going, all right, well, you, you can do a, you know, pick a couple of old metal church tunes, one from Mike, one from Dave, and that you want to do. And I was like, no, of course that took me a minute. Cause I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. You know? And I was like, well, the obvious would be, you know, for the Mike stuff, we've got to do Badlands because there's always going to be in the set. But with, with with David, for me, I was like, ah, man, what do I go with this? I picked Metal Church because it was always my favorite song. And they weren't, they hadn't played that live since Ronnie was in the band. Wow. You know, so I was like, well, I mean, that'll pretty much cover the spectrum of what's going on. So I remember I go, I get the, I get the demo of the stuff and, you know, I start to do it. And, you know, there's a big difference when you're singing in your room messing around to actually putting it down on tape and it, analyzing it. Now it's an audition. It changes the game, you know? And I was like, Ooh. I remember going, wow, this is a, 
I'm not, did I take on more than I could chew here? And I'm like, I don't know. I go, well, you know, obviously it's a different, it's a totally different monster here. And um, I have to approach it as such. And I remember I did the first couple of runs and I let, like before I would send it to Kurt, I let Stet and I let Steve hear it just to kind of get a, what do you think? Where should I go? You know, should I try to do it like the record? You know, you, you don't know. You don't know what they're looking for, you know? Yeah. And so I just this was, going, I'm sorry to interrupt. This was a recording you were doing to send yeah. to them? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like an mm -hmm. audition tape. Yeah, audition tape. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, okay, you know, and I wanted to keep it simple. I wasn't, you know, I was going to go do all kinds of crazy production. That's fake, you know? Um, So I ended up, I remember I did Badlands and, which is weird because, Mike Howe is not my style mm. at all. Um, so that was, that took a lot longer because I was, I'm feeling my way through it because it was new to me. You know what I mean? But I was like, all right, well, I'm going to try to do it as authentic as possible just to get the point across. You know, if I get the gig, that'll be a work in progress. We'll, we'll, we'll fine tune it there, but, you know, kind of just serving its purpose. And I didn't want to take forever because then the audition process passes, you know, sure. kind of get it while it's hot. But then when it gets to the when it gets to the metal church tune, I'm like, ah, okay. Now what can I do? So interestingly enough, I did two versions. I did a version that was very David Wayne-ish copy. And then I did my version. Okay. Because those guys are like, you got to do your own version of it. And I'm like, okay. I sent them all to finally felt a confident and I sent them all to 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 Kurt and he and, and he loved it. I was like, okay, cool. So the next phase was like now writing. Yeah. Now in my mind, I was like, oh, well, you know, um, Kurt's always been the chief writer. So I kind of went in with the mentality of, you know, kind of knowing my, you know, knowing that my, you know, like I was, I, in my mind, I was only going to be able to do a certain amount. You know, I didn't really know what the parameters were. You know, yeah. what was the what were the parameters of this? So when he he had sent me one tune, and it was um, you know, it was it was pretty rocking. It wasn't metalish per se, but it was definitely more. It was rocking, you know. Okay. And I at first I was like. Well, uh, not really what I expected. I was kind of like hoping it was going to be more like, you know, like battalions or something, you know? And I was like, all right, well, I had to kind of sit back and I'm like, what, what am I going to, how am I going to do this? You know, I'm like, here I am writing for a metal church. Now it's not writing Mark Lopes or Rasta boss or let us pray or whatever. I have to kind of get into this new mentality. And I kind of didn't really want to go too much into it. I was like, look, I'm just going to do what I want, what I can do with this. And we'll kind of go with it. And that song was Violent Thrills on the record. Yeah. Um, that was the very first song. And um, it was great. It came out really cool. I was very happy about it. So he's like, all right, well, here, try another one. Okay. And um, he goes, well, here's, <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. He goes, Here's all the songs that I had ready for the next record with Mike. I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And I'm like, this is not metal. <laughs> I'm like, I don't 
I don't know what I, I'm like. All right, well, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to grab the heaviest thing that we got here and let me see what I can do with it. So I grabbed the, the heavier of the next one and I, I did that one. And that ended up, you know, being really cool. And it, long story short, I ended up doing three tunes okay. and um, two of them are on the record. And then one was a bonus track. And I wish it wouldn't have been a bonus track. I don't know how it ended up as a bonus track, but that's a long story. Um, and uh, but the rest of the tunes, I I remember going, look, I'm I'm going to stat, and I'm kind of like a little tweaked out, going, dude. I'm like, you know, the, these tunes are cool. I go, but my style of vocals, it does. It's I don't. It's not going to fit this. It's 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 mellow. It's it's rock and roll, hard rock metal type of stuff. Which in itself is great. I mean, it's killer. But for me, I was like, I was now I'm getting worried. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't, how can I, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I'm an authentic person. I will not do something I am not into. That's just how I am. I've turned down many, many, many gigs, even bigger bands. I am not into it. I can't sing it if I'm not into it. That's just how I am. Fair. Better or worse, that's just how it is. And I remember, uh, you know, I was talking to Kurt like every day, and I started like when I started doing the, the other couple of tunes, I started going, you know what, I'm gonna sing my way, and if it works, it works. He'll tell me. And I was singing nasty. I was doing my thing. So finally, one day he goes, you know, I've been thinking. I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm going to have to write a whole bunch of a batch of new tunes. He goes, that fit your voice. He goes, we got to, because we had talked about like, I was like, you know, if, if we're going to do this, we got to come out firing like hard. We got to come out hard because if you don't and you don't hit them the first time in the face, nothing's going to matter. Because the first impression will be everything. That's what I kept saying. The first impression will be everything. I'm talking as a fan. Right. You know what I mean? Because if I'm a guy on the outside looking in at this, if they don't come out kicking my ass, I'm not sold. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mm -hmm. and, <clears throat> and he was and open to so that. That conversation was happening, you know? Yeah. So he's like, all right, let me, let, me, let me work on some stuff. Now, I'm on the road with Ross as we're doing this. And... He's sending me these new riffs, and I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Hmm. You know, I'm hearing the riff for Congregation and Pick a God and Pray, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, let's go. Now we're talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So that got me super excited, and we pretty much rewrote, you know, rewrote the whole record anew from that point out. Now, there was some stuff that, you know, remained on from the older stuff that we, you know, we we rearranged and we, you know, we, we worked it to, to work for me and uh, which worked out very well, but the, you know, the, the amount of thought that went into the record on my end was immense. I studied everything, every little thing that I could pick up on all the, the, the stuff that I loved, yeah. you know what I mean? And I was like, well, what makes this machine tick? You know, I'm like, what are these little nuances? And, you know, I wasn't sitting there going, all right, well, that's going to be like this and that's going to be like that. No, it was, I kind of, it was a mental note, you know? Yeah. And I remember 
like I remember like start the fire. I mean, this was a joke. I was like, you know, I'm going to use start the fire as the template because that was always like, I mean, like I always think live. I'm like, all right, what, the, what's what metal church songs do you see the crowd respond more? Cause I mean, I come from the Ross camp and everything sing along at a Ross show, which makes it the best time ever because we're just singing hail and kill and all this other stuff. And it's just, it's, that's what makes it really fun. So the start the fire was, you know, start the fire. Yeah. And I was like, so that kind of was the motto that I was going with, with going into doing this record. I want to kind of like make it anthemic sure. in that sense, yeah. you know, pick a God and pray was the first one, you know, that's why the whole pick a God and pray. Now, and that's where that whole formula started. Yeah. And um, we just, you know, next thing you know, again, I'm kind of going on here, but the next thing you know is that at the end of the day, I wrote every song with Kurt. Kurt has never done that before with anybody. Wow. And I thought for sure, like after like maybe four or five songs, it was going to be like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to write the rest. Yeah. And he was like, nah, dude, I love it. Keep going. I'm like, okay. Wow. You know, and then here we are, the whole record's done. And I'm like, shit. And I just wrote the whole record. Wow. I go, well, so I go, well, Kurt, if no one likes it, you can blame me. <laughs> it's really, it's really cool that he was that receptive to you being a new guy stepping into some big time shoes. I mean, he's got a reputation and a brand to protect, and he put that much trust in you. And then, uh, you know, uh, was very receptive to your your creative input and and tailoring the music to your voice, which you do more naturally. That's uh, that's pretty incredible that, that that he was willing to do that. I feel you touched, like on, you touched on something real quick. I want to take a quick detour and then do we'll it. come back to this. But of course, of course. You, you mentioned uh, that you had turned down some bigger bands. Oh, um, can you? Can I can't you, say. You can't say. Nah. <laughs> uh, okay. I might. Yeah, I can't get into that. But yeah, it was, there was definitely some interesting things from other from other camps, and very much flattered. But I'm an honest cat. I'm an honest cat. You know, like I can't. There's just certain things that I just won't. I just don't feel like. I mean, I could probably do it once, but if if I had to do that for a living, I don't know if I would. I would. You know, I would be okay with that, just because that's just how that's just how I am. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a genuine person and, you know, everyone's like, well, you know, you go out there and you're singing all these man of war tunes and they're goofy. And I go, well, yeah, but see, here's the, here's the best part. I grew up with that and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It yeah. doesn't matter to me. Yeah. <laughs> I could sing about riding on motorcycles and riding steel horses all fucking day because it's fun because it's yeah. what I, I genuinely love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's right. a, you know, well, so that you, heavy, that heavy metal cheese yeah. factor is, right. is makes it, makes it a lot of fun. If you mm -hmm. take yourself self too serious, you, you're fucking up. Yeah. You're like, I, like, for instance, I can't <laughs> like when we're doing covers sometimes, like if, if there was a song that said the word baby, I would change it. <laughs> I can't fucking stand that. I'm like, I'm not singing not the baby. What is that? I'm yeah. like, that's horrible. Guil guilty. <laughs> I mean, guilty. No, it's okay though. I mean, but but, but <laughs> me, I just could I was just like, I'm not doing that. I'm not singing that. No way. <laughs> so when you're now that now that you're a met, uh, a member of Metal Church and you go out and you tour like you have, um, is have you is this the first time you've toured at this level? And if so, for you know, for this length of time and for these size shows. 
mainly the length of time is 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 it the first time you've gone out on runs that are that are this long and if so no what the the rasta boss stuff was brutal yeah okay i so i was curious as to how this compared to that in terms of being on the road if this was a new adjustment for you or if it sort of mirrored your experience with rasta boss some of it's mirrored but i mean the the metal church camp is definitely um uh we have it a lot more comfortable yeah being mm-hmm. on the road for us mm-hmm. you know because we're it's it's a next level thing sure so yeah. we're able to do some stuff that i wasn't didn't have the pleasure of being able to do before you know and uh but i will say you know if you ever had to get you know the hardcore training of being on the road the ross gig could not have taught me any better from the word go when yeah. i joined that in 2016 it was hard it yeah. it had been hard i mean doing eight or nine shows in a row singing at that level yeah. i fucking i remember calling up my agent and going dude you ever do that again i will come over there and personally rip your throat out <laughs> i'm like that is just insane what, what's the you most know? but done, i did it what's the you most know? you've done in a row how many shows nine. in a row nine, nine. that's as many as you've done. shows yeah you know I've what i mean like i've done 28 in a row you're out of your fucking mind yeah yeah but yeah, how old are you <laughs> it's not smart All right, it was it was 10 years ago yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean i mean you know i do could if somebody said hey you know if you if you had to, obviously, I'm not a I'm yeah. not a pussy. I will definitely do it. Would I want to? Do you want to? No, no it's not. I don't think it's smart. I think it's inhuman. No. I think that you're just showing off. I think that it's just you know it's it's not healthy. It's, it's a little hey, bit. But- it's a little bit aggro. I don't know what a band is trying to prove. Uh, uh, by doing that, people do it all the fucking time. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Well, you see a lot of the heavier bands do that, and. Nothing but respect and love. For oh that. yeah, that's oh, a different. Yeah. That's a different animal. Yeah, you know it what is. I mean. It's a different animal. You yeah, know what I mean. Is. I don't it care. Is. I mean, in, I know how to every, sing those style too. You know what I yeah. mean. In every aspect, it, it you you could call it a different animal by by attitude, by budget. Yep. Yes. Sometimes you have to play every night yeah. to exactly. buy a new pair of socks. Right. Yep. Whatever exactly. it, whatever it mm-hmm. is that you need, mm-hmm. the only way you're going to get it is well, we don't have a gig tomorrow. How are we going to? We don't have any gas. You know, whatever. Exactly. How are we getting there? <laughs> whatever the the dichotomy might be, whatever a a new day every day. So right. Um, yeah, and I mean, and and then you know, those are a lot of things that like up and comers don't understand. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you know, and uh, you know, they don't. I always say. You know, because, you know, everybody has like a different they have uh, most people have a very glamorous concept of what we do. And um, they only see. The hour or so we're up there. Yeah, right. They don't they don't know that. So we're in the back of a van with our knees up to our face, fucking traveling for six hours. And then you got to go play and you absolutely like hate everything right <laughs> they don't they don't and know how smile and go okay people let's have a good time they don't know how dirty your underwear is <laughs> oh, <laughs> go there <laughs> oh, using the sink to wash your underwear that's what i'm talking about yeah the, that's yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like it's like roughing it it's like camping it's like roughing it 
you know, yep. mountain yep. men. Yeah. I remember when we first did a bus tour, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. That's kind of, of course, it was like, no earlier. going back after that. Cause it was like, uh, yeah, wow. I got, I could play. And as soon as I'm done playing, I go to bed. Yeah. It's cool. Everybody can party. I don't care. I went to bed. Yeah. yeah. The next day. Cool. Next town. Great. Oh, wow. There's a washing machine at the facility. Go do the laundry. Big day. Get to do the laundry. Take a shower. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Those little things. Yeah. It's yeah. true. It's true. You know, and like now it's, I mean, we've had, you know, we've had a couple of little interesting spots, but it's we're rebuilding the business and the brand of the band. So there's a, you know, we have different people working with us now and there's, you know, there's been some things, you know, that have been cool. And there's been a couple of things like, Oh, we won't do that again, but it's, a, everybody's been super awesome about it and um, very professional about it. And, you know, they get fixed and everything's been really great. I mean, we just, we just played Malta and I was like a vacation. I was like, oh, we have to play. Oh, okay, cool, man. Wow, this is great. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, because of the treatment. Going through the ruins of, uh, you know, 16, 15th century uh, Templar knights and stuff. Wow. Oh, I have to go play. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't <laughs> suck. Yeah. So, you, you know, you mentioned, uh, again, I want to go back to, I'm curious now because uh, Kurt was so receptive to your input on this current album, uh, Congregation of Annihilation. Do you do you see like moving forward, looking ahead to the next record? Do you feel like he's going to be looking at you as more of a sort of a a, a guidepost, and and maybe he'll sort of support it, or is he still going to be? I mean, I know he'll always be the driving force. Yeah. But do you feel yeah. like he's relying on you to bring a heavier, carry a heavier load in the studio the next time, since it worked so well this time? Well, I think. I think you're going to, I think for the next record, you're going to see even more um, band. Collaboration. Um, yeah. Because this record went together very strangely because of circumstances and distances and stuff like that. So um, I can definitely, you'll definitely will see us getting in rooms together when the foundations of things are together and jamming it out and actually going and performing, you know, all the basics together and getting that whole kind of me and Kurt have talked about that a lot. We're like, boy, we miss kind of getting in the same room and jamming, you right. know, and uh, we want to definitely bring that element to head on the next record to an aspect. Me personally, I'm a mad scientist. You have to leave me in my lab mm -hmm. and I will come out with what I have. Yeah. And that's how we do it. And that's how I've always worked. You know, even with Ross, like, leave me, let me go in my lab and I will come out. Here's what I have. And then we'll go from there. You, I just, that's just how I always have worked. It's how my mind yeah. works, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to jam and stuff. And I mean, great ideas definitely come from jamming and stuff, but I still, at the end of the day, need to go in my lab and, you know, beat down the, put the formulas together and see what, what clicks, you know? I think because, I mean, I think it's, it's important not, it, for, for it, you to, sorry to interrupt, your process, okay. your process and whatever works is respected by, by your guys. So there's, right. there's no doubt, obviously, because I mean, you know, it's right here. So obviously that works. Right. 
when you go in, when you guys are all there in a room, old school style, there's got to be some kind of tape machine. You got to record. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Play that again. And you hit play right. and you do some dummy words and, rah, yep. you know, whatever. And then you have that bit. Okay. Yep. That's going to the lab with me. Put that in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And once you get a bunch of that shit, you Frankenstein, you, you, next thing you know, you're writing a song from jams. Right. Exactly. Which, which, gosh, I mean, I haven't done that in so long. I look forward to doing that again. It's you a know thing, I mean? isn't it? And of, of course, too, now, you know, when we did the record, <laughs> this, is, this is great. Do you realize when I did the record, I had never met Kurt or Rick in person. I only had talked yep. to Kurt on the phone and I never met Rick until the first day of rehearsals. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it was I've, wild, man. I've made records like that. I, there's people I've made more than one record with. I've never met. It's Still. Nice, yeah, it's dude. fucked up, man. Yeah. And I'm like, here I am going to play, like start a tour with these dudes I've never met. <laughs> you know, it's just like. You know, that's why the whole first thing was just so wild. I'm like, I don't even know these guys. I'm rooming with them. And, you know, and it, it, it was crazy. You know, but hey, all great, you know, all, all beginnings have wild, wild stories, you know. Hey, it's nice to meet you. One, two, curtains three, open. All right, well, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Yeah, yeah. Who are you again? The singer, dude. Oh, by the way, that you missed that note. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who were you again? Yeah, what was your name? Yeah. Hey, dude, you missed that note. Sorry, I forgot your name already. Wow, shit is real though. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. And you wow. know, now now that we're like now we're a family. Yeah. You know, these are my dudes. You know, we have a great group of people we work with. It's all family. You know, it's great to be able to have meetings now, and everybody is just you know transparent. And, you know, there's no ill wills about anything, no mm. matter what it is. Yeah. And uh, you just want to get the job done and everybody to be happy and cool with each other. Mm. And, you know, and that's that's going to be really amazing going into doing another record. Um, and uh, I look this lineup to- is fucking strong. It's definitely the same, man. It's, it's working. It's working. Yes. It's really it's and, and Kurt. Kurt's very happy. You know what I mean? And um, it's nice to see you know, somebody that's been doing it for as long as he has and the trials and tribulations the band's been through, he's smiling. He's smiling. Yeah. He's happy. And when I look over, it's still wild for me. You know what I mean? I'm like, here oh, I am yeah. singing, no, just, no, just, yeah, yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You know, it's, it's still wild, man. You know, it's, yeah. you know, sometimes I'll look back and there's the logo and I'm like, yeah. Is yeah. there is it do you would do you sort of like put that in there with that feeling like oh shit, merciless onslaught. I'm gonna get in the front row and headbang. <laughs> Can you guys play merciless onslaught? Yeah. I'm like, I could use a break and I want to go watch. Yeah, right. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> it's coming. The, it's coming. That's, that's the fan in you that you mentioned at the start of the show. It's like yep. fan first. You'll always have that. And I don't. Yeah, I don't see cool. you ever losing that, man. Yeah. It, and well, it, if, talk about a fan moment. We were we were doing rehearsals in Florida, and uh, I remember I had done. You know, I rehearsed a set. And they were like, they wanted to go over a bunch of stuff. So I, I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to sit out. I'm, I'm going to hang out, you know? 
So I watched rehearsal. And I'm sitting there going, wow, these guys are fucking killer. (laughs) Because you don't see it that way when you're playing. Yeah. Because you're just worried about what you're doing. You know, I'm watching Step playing and I'm like, fuck, he's doing some wild shit. You know, I'm watching everybody. I never heard. Like, I hardly ever hear Rick because the way that we play live with the monitors, he's always low in the mix because I really just need to hear the dominant when I'm playing live. Yeah. So like, I was like, wow, that's what's going on over there. <laughs> you know? So, so that was, that was fun. That was a fan moment. I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm at watching metal church. You know, what, what do you hurt. have in your, what do you have in your ears and your monitors? What do you have in your monitors? What's your preferable mix? Kick snare guitar. And then in my own thing, me loud as fuck. Right. So I sound like I don't have to yell at myself. Right. Right. So <laughs> you can you can control you control your your yeah your I have gas my own pedal so you, yeah. setup. Yeah, I yeah. have like a a portable rig that I've made so I can, you know, I get a, I have an ambient mic mix so I can kind of get a a vibe of the of the of the stage so not can, not the audience. I have it facing the stage so I can get like a stage vibe going. Oh yeah. And then and, and then I call that a talk a, back. Yeah, I get a um. I the only thing I get now from the from the house monitor in-ear mix because 90% of the times it's a horror show if you ever try to get an in-ear mix from the monitor dude. Yeah. So I just get the drums I'm, now. I get uh, the drums. Yeah, okay. Near dominant because I need to hear the two and four I've come to yep. find out. Because Timing. if I hear kicks, it's like sounds like somebody's falling downstairs. Right. Now I I get the snare pounded. So it's just like it. If I have that, especially songs like Psycho and Congregation and all these things that are fast, if I don't yeah. hear that before, I'm fucking lost. And I've gotten yeah. lost many times because I don't know what's going on. It just sounds like, I'm like, oh yeah. boy. You know, then you're tapping when you'll see me tapping my foot. I'm like, fuck, where am I? Trying to find, <laughs> you know? Finding the one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like finding the one, but I need to hear the two and the four. I need that of snap. Course. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, that's what works. And then I can adjust the guitar to make, you know, just so I have the, you know, the key and what's going on with that is providing everybody's in tune. That's always fun. Um, so. <laughs> so you yeah, say, so that's, that's you, say you have your own rig. This is something that you fly with. Yeah. Yep. So it's a, like a, is it an iPad gear yep. thing? Well, yeah. Well, what it is, is I have, a, um, I have, a um, Sennheiser uh, uh, in-air transmitter unit, okay, and right. I have a, a Sennheiser uh, microphone uh, unit as well. Yeah, and and I have that in a single rack. Yeah, and then what I do, I have a second, I have a second space for the antennas to face the front, and then I have a Behringer digital mixer, small. Okay, and um my iPad can either run the digital mixer or the mixer can run independently. Right. Uh, and then it all fits into a, a small carry on case. Yep. Man, yeah. I'm going to have to talk to you off camera about that mixer. Oh, dude. So it's the best. I, I went to Germany with just, you know, I just let them mix my ears. Oh yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have, there, there were so many, uh, there were so many things that I wish, uh, 
could have happened that didn't happen in because oh, there's no yes. sound check as you're well aware there's no sound check at Dude, these festivals that, that setup was a nightmare yeah if i didn't have my in-ears my own yeah i would have been in the dark you mean your mixer my mixer stuff. you mean your rig oh i get my it. rig if i did I not have it. my rig with me that gig would have been a disaster yeah 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 because yeah. those guys that. were like they couldn't hear nothing themselves yeah so I was lucky I could, all I needed, all I, I stood in front of the drums. I made sure I can hear the guitar. I played with one in and one out because yep. that's how bad it was. Yeah. I had my vocals in here just enough to be, be comfortable. And I remember looking out because I know Stet was sick. Kurt wasn't feeling well. The, the, the beginning of it was an absolute shit show trying to get things set up. And I looked at the audience and it was packed, you know, oh, yeah. 5,000 strong. And I'm like, well, which have fun with this one, kid, because this is all we're going to be able to do. So let's make the best of it. And it ended up being a phenomenal show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes sometimes I'm learning that when you let just let things go, they end up being better than you could anticipate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That whole thinking about it too much and trying to cook it to where it tastes just perfect is, is yeah. that's a fantasy. Yeah. You know, you I'm, I'm learning that all too well now, but, you know, but I'm I, to, but psychologically, I like, get myself in that headspace too. You know what I mean? Of course, I I like to I like your I like your approach because I relate to it because I am kind of a MacGyver and you know I travel with a, a confidence monitor for my lyrics. I I have a rack that's that. almost, almost identical to well my confidence monitor, my teleprompter, if you will, is because I'm in a thousand bands mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I can't I don't know Me lyrics. It's a security blanket now. Totally. Because, and that's fine. Well, because because I have um I have mild dyslexia. So okay. what happens is like for instance, a song like Watch the Children Prayer. I sometimes will take the verses and put them out of order. Wow, okay. The way that I see things. Yeah. And um I use that to keep me in check. Like I only need to see the first words. So you have like, some I'll look kind, at it and go, okay, yeah. You have some kind of prop that helps you. Yeah, it's just it's just my small my uh I it's my iPad that yeah. runs the mixer, but it also has I have a teleprompter yeah thing in it with a little pedal, a wireless pedal that I use to change. Yeah, I have the same shit. I don't so, know if you saw me walking off with my rig as I passed I you. I yeah. Yeah, every I saw everything. <laughs> Shit, yeah, but well, you know, you have almost the exact same as far as gear. I have the Sure Ears, but I have bet we have a similar Sennheiser mic. I bet it's yep. that same. It's probably nine thirty-five. Yeah, I have the eight thirty-five. So okay, yep. yeah, I have this shit that John Bush has. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Well, listen, man, uh, your your Rasta Boss gig. Mm-hmm. How do you? What were you, uh, let us pray, how how long has that project been around, Your that band, I'm sorry to call it a project, and then when does Rasta Boss call you, and uh, how well, much? Let us pray, pray stuff has been, out, had been around for a, a long time. Okay. And um, it it took a long time to get the first record out because we were actually in negotiation we had gotten offered to deal with century media we had um gotten stuff we had gotten offers from nuclear blast and we were doing all this stuff everything was really really cool and then it fell through the business can happen and um 
I wasn't doing anything but that at the time. So it really killed me because I put so much work into it. Mm. So I kind of, we ended up, you know, going with a smaller independent label. And I kind of at that time was just like, I pretty much had given up, so to say. Ah, uh, Don't do that. Well, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I had given up at the time, so to say. I mean, I st- I don't even know how to give up. I, 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 you know, said I gave up, but I never gave up. Um, it, that was just a me being mad for the day or something. Mm, you know? Okay. And I just remember, you know, I was like, well, you know, this is really cool. And we'll, you know, I'll keep trying the best as I can. And we were, you know, we were opening up for, we, we opened up for metal church. <laughs> <laughs> let, let us pray in metal church. Imagine that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Doro Pesh. Yeah. Yeah, that was at the vault. Okay. All right. So that was wild, right? Um, And then, uh, you know, I, we had all these really cool things happening and then like it all fell through. We were working with Zeus producer. Yeah. Everything fell through. We tried everything we could and it just, you know, they decided to go with other bands by, by the way, they didn't end up doing anything. Just saying. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> guys, uh, and, um, I remember, I, I, it's funny. I remember I had a Judas Priest tribute band at the same time. I told you that. And I had, I had just stopped drinking. I had, I had gone like cold Turkey and I, my whole life was just, changing you know so i was doing that and congratulations I was everything thank you and i um you know i was just playing anywhere that i could and i just just keep my brain occupied right from the, all the other things because my everything you know there was no more party there was no more hanging out it was just strictly playing getting my life together and then um i had remembered it, it's just wild I, there's a this this dude back home he's uh in his early late way at the time it was late 60s, 70s, and he has a um an ACDC tribute band who's amazing. He's just guys just like you told me like, about him. Yeah, he's like the yeah. he's like the fucking man. You know what I mean? He's just the man, he's like the local legend, the man. And what's his name? Bob Conti. Okay. Yeah, he plays uh they have a it's a ACDC tribute band called Dirty Deeds. Okay. And um, phenomenal. from from New England. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, okay. phenomenal. I mean, now they play like they sell out like, you know, 5,000 seat amphitheaters and play at NASCAR events. I'm bigger than ever. He's 71. And he sounds better than ever. I laugh. We'll, do, wow. we'll be doing stuff. He'll hit these. Cr- I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? You know, and and I was, you know, so I remember him coming up to me. And he was like, I was telling him, like, yeah, you know, he's like, dude, he goes, nah, man, he goes, you're, you're young. He goes, you, you got, there's good things coming to you. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude, that's cool. Thanks. You know, a month later, I got the Ross gig, mm. you know, and I was like, fuck, wow. Okay. This is wild. And you know, that obviously that's a whole story in itself. That was a huge trial and tribulation. I mean, I almost quit that whole thing because Man of War fans were just brutal, fucking brutal. So, so it no. did happen. You did get kind of roasted a little bit too much to oh, where you dude. were you were wanting to you were wanting I still to do. It's great. 
Well, do you, are you, you keep, at that time it wasn't cool. You keep, <laughs> right, right, right. So you keep at that, well, you're, it sounds like you've acclimated to that situation quite well with, yeah. with now you're the replacement singer, you know what right. I mean? And I yeah. get that, fully yeah. get that. So it's not like you have your eyes on the exit door all the fucking time. Now you can relax a little bit more. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the thing is, is that, I came to the point where I was like, look, you know, I do what I do. And, you know, I, I know in my heart that I do all these things with nothing but respect. I love it just as much as the fans. I am a fan. You know what I mean? But I'm also, I'm not Eric Adams. I'm not David Wayne. I'm not Mike Howell. I'm not anybody else but myself. I'm not John Bush. And I'm not, I'm not Udo and I'm not John Bush. Exactly. And I'm not Mark Ternillo. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and and here's and, another oh. thing that's weird. I've turned down some pretty big fucking names too. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? I've just, so. bla- I've just blabbed about it too much. Like you, I, res- <laughs> I respect you that you didn't blab. Even though Dave over here wanted you to. Yeah, I know. No, I could never so I respect, that. I respect. Yeah, that. Though, you know, and, and, and once I kind of got into that mindset. Yeah. I just. It was interesting because, you know, for a long time with the raw stuff, it was it was brutal. And then once I changed my mindset and I was like, you know what, man, I'm just going to do this how I feel. It it started to work. Oh, you know what I mean? And of yeah. course, you're you know, and I get it. This, and the funny thing is, this has always been my favorite. I always said, look, I'm not in man of war. I play with Ross. Ross isn't in Man of War. Right. Man of War still exists. Go yeah. see Man of War. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to come see Ross play the stuff that he was part of and our version of it, then this is what we got. We're going to give you a great show. We're going to have a lot of fun. And this is the interpretation that we're going to give you. It's going to be ferocious. It's going to be nasty. And if you like it, cool. If not, then, hey, man, you know, Man of War is playing probably next week go check it out. You know what I mean? I, I would love yeah. to go with, I, I'm honest. You know what I mean? I mean, Eric Addicts was one of my favorite singers of all fucking time. Yeah. The dude is, would I even huge, try to attempt dude, to say, dude, no man, dude, he was in the, he's an anomaly. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, an, he's an older, dude. he's an older cat too. Not to just pause and, and give right. some Eric Adams worship, but why the fuck not? Yeah. He's an older dude too. And it just effortless. Dude, I was just, watching a video of them the other day from like 94 in Greece going fuck me I'm like what the fuck and I'm like but every time like I watch that I'm learning I'm Mm -hmm. learning I'm like what am I grabbing from this same thing with watching the old 1986 David Wayne stuff I'm like what am I grasping from it you know what I mean I'm like I'm not watching it just going yeah I'm like what can I get from that man because these guys are the masters Yes. What am I going to learn here? Always yeah. learning. What can I do better? You know what I mean? Because well, I those want- guys are right in there with the Rob Halfords and the fucking Glenn Hughes and all those motherfuckers. You know, the <clears throat> all of them. All Dude, of them. Yeah. I'll bring this up. Kyle Albert, Vicious Rumors. Dude, I came across, I came across a video <laughs> of him playing opening for Metal Church. How ironic. Ah. Uh. Right before he passed away. Holy shit. I watched that. I had never seen it. And I was, was like, yeah, I got some work to do. I'm like, wow. I was yeah. like, 
I was like, dude, this guy was way, way, way too good. At, and nobody knew who he was. What the yeah, fuck? That's terrible. It's terrible. It's, uh, the irony is thick here. Just to pause again, because it's just the convo here is sick. Uh, Ronnie's in vicious rumors now. No, he's gone. Oh, he's not in vicious rumors anymore. He quit. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, right after Metal Church, <clears throat> one of my bands, Igniter, played with Vicious Rumors with Ronnie. So I actually got to converse with Ronnie and yep. hang out with those guys for a second. But <clears throat> Vicious Rumors is kind of a next, next kind of a thing, but still a legacy band. Yeah. Yeah. Legacy yeah, band. Never got there, dude. Ron- Ronnie's, Ronnie's great. Ronnie's yeah. great. And he's yeah. great. You know, what he does, he's great, man. You know? Yeah. And uh, he actually reached out to me, uh, which I thought was super fucking cool. Yo, fuck and, yeah. Um, really, really cool. I appreciated that. You know, nothing but respect, yeah. you know. Um, well, I think everyone's championing you. Um, you know, you're, you're, uh, wait, real quick, let's backpedal. Sorry for the fumble. Okay, How dude. did you get the Ross the Boss gig again? Um, I, that's funny. I was, uh, uh, I was hanging out with the guys in Death Angel. And nice. um, we were, we were, you know, we were hanging out and um, a guy that works for them had a, um, has a, had a band and they were opening for Rasta boss and they needed a fill in for the gig. And I was like, and it was like, Oh, we do accept in Queensryche and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, okay, cool. And it was in long Island. I had never played that territory. So I said, ah, what the hell I might as well go out and, you know, it was at the time where I'm trying to do as much as possible. So how far is how Long Island from your house in New Bedford? About four hours. All so. right. That's yeah. like going to Dallas or some shit for me. Yeah. Okay. okay. And he goes, um, and I was like, wow, I've never seen Ross the Boss live. I go, this is going to be really fun, you know, because I love Old Man War. Fuck yeah. So, you know, I went, I went and did the gig and uh, Ross, Ross sounded fucking killer. The guy, the guy that he had singing with him was fucking great. He sounded a lot like Eric Adams. Uh, he didn't look the part, which was kind of weird. He kind of looked like he should have been in a rap band or something, which was really weird. No uh, disrespect, but he was a great singer. But it was just yeah. the look it was kind of odd, you know. Um, but he, they were killer. But I remember that Ross was such a wank that night. I remember I met him and I was like, wow, this guy's a dick. <laughs> that's my joke i tell him that all the time because yeah. i don't remember that i'm like of course you don't remember that <laughs> what did he do oh, i don't even remember it was just kind of like he just kind of like he was just wicked attitude and kind of like you know felt like it was like it was like he it was acting like it was 1986 and he was playing the madison square garden or something you know what i mean <laughs> but um, Again, I love Ross. Don't get me wrong, dude, but it's just a funny story. No, he's just having a day. He probably he didn't yeah. rem- he didn't even remember it. It was just a thing. I, again, it's, yeah, it, it, exactly. It's all again, it's totally yeah. fun. You know, totally yeah. cool. And um, then you know, I got a call about a week and a half later. You know, from the dude that I had done the gig with, and like, hey, do you have your passport? Do you know the Man of War songs? And I said yes to both, and I didn't. I didn't have a passport, and I didn't Uh-oh. know the Man of War songs. But I. Like, whatever. I didn't think anything was going to come of it until it did. And then I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I got to go get my passport. At the time, thank God, it was easy to get a passport at the time. And I grabbed it right away. So I faked it till I made it on that. And then when it came to doing the tunes, oh, those first gigs were really fucking rough because I didn't know the material. But I was just like, well, let's go. We got to do it. You know, here, here it is. You know, I had like a week and a half to learn like 14 songs that I've never played before. 
you know. At least you had a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Would you have like a day? <laughs> 24 hours. I was on a plane at 7 a.m. the day after the phone rang. Yeah, exactly. Still, so I hear you. And, and people want people want to give me shit. Oh, uh, yeah, it's right. People. Exactly. Yeah. Here's a day. You know, well, that guy sucks. You know what I'm I don't like to, much like you, I hate the comments on a thread. You know what I mean? Right. Because somebody's going to come in and, and say something and go, yeah, that dude fucked it all up. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm yeah, not they a don't, cook. They don't know, sir. Hey, they needed a cook. I came in and cooked. Yeah. Exactly. I don't expect you to like the food. I cook. I learned how to cook right now. So, and the funny thing is, is for that one person, there was like, you know, a freaking gazillion, all the people that were just psyched that you came in and did it. And it was cool. The right. love, the love, like just, this is a general statement because the love for met from metal fans is usually a general warming thing right. that has respect when they're understanding what the, the announcement so, has been. Yeah. If they're taking everything in and going, oh, well, that makes sense. Let's go and have a good time. That's metal fans, and that's what they're about. Right. I like how you said keyboard warriors. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all they are. But I understand about someone showing up and, and you know, so-and-so, the singer they love is not there, and they got some fucking asshole up there with a microphone going, well, here goes. It's like, I don't right. want to see this guy audition. I want to see the shit that right. I paid for. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a become a whole thing, but it's part of the landscape. It's a reality, and it's better than the band having to cancel and put their crew out of work. Mike, exactly. Yeah, and now, you know a lot of people don't understand that, right? You know, like I remember, like I was when you did the um, Armored Saint thing in Boston. I wasn't home, mm. and I was bummed because I was. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love John Bush, but I was like, oh man, I would have been really cool to see. You know, and I remember a bunch of my friends went to the show and they were like, yeah, dude, it was bad. It was cool, man. It was totally cool. It was, you know, it was like, it was great to see, you know, him coming in and doing that. And he did, you know, he did a cool job and it was great. And, you know, I was like, oh man, now that must be, that's, that's awesome. You know? And then like, you know, then here we are talking about it, yeah. my friends, you know, <laughs> I was like, but I didn't get this, you know, I, I thought that was really cool. That it's a small, it. it's a small, um, I'm coming to learn that it's fairly common, but yet it's still kind of a small club of this mm -hmm. like overnight replacement singer because so-and-so got sick or, right. you know, can't, can't be there or, you know, right. shit. Sometimes right. it's a visa issue. Sometimes, yeah. you know, no passport singer didn't show up. Hey, anybody here sing? You know, that's pretty much <laughs> what it's turned into. And, and it's right. fa fairly common just as much as it's, you know, the band canceling is kind of like. That's yeah, a voodoo thing. It's now, expensive. Ooh, it's it expensive. Is. It's expensive yeah. to not be able to work. Yeah, we, I remember, like, I had never, ever canceled a show, ever. And we were in Spain, and I got fucking massively sick to oh, the no. point where my voice just disappeared. Mm -hmm. And that had never happened before, and I was freaked out. And I was like, I can't play. And this was like financial suicide at this point. And I was like, I can't sing. You know, I'm like, I literally can't sing. And if I try, I'm going to hurt myself. They I think went, you told me this story. Yeah. I think you told me this story. Yeah, they did Which it. They ended, up doing, they ended up playing and like just having people come up and do part, 
songs. It was which like band? karaoke or which, something. Which, which band? Ross. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, it saved a gig. I mean, it probably didn't go over very well with the promoters and all that other stuff. But I mean, it was a necessary evil. Yeah. But what we ended up doing is, I remember um, we had a one of the 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 opening acts. Um, the lead singer, she she was awesome, and um, we became we became friends. And I said, hey, I said, you want? Can you come up and do a couple of these tunes? She goes, I go, I don't, you know do them the best you can. Don't worry about it. I go, it's just kind of like helping. And some of the spots were, I just can't do at the moment. You know, Let, who, let's and, give and, them some credit. What band was I'm sorry, it? Yeah. Who, it's, yeah. Uh, 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 the band's called Cobra spell. Okay, cool. Uh, yep. And, um, and so she came in and Christina Vega is, from yep, Cobra spell. No, she's awesome. She's awesome. A phenomenal person, phenomenal singer. She totally, you know, came in and just kicked ass. It was great. Sweet. Nice. So what's uh, on the horizon for Metal Church as far as where are you with the next album and when will you be back on the road? Well, to December 8th, we are playing in Santa Ana. We're doing a warm-up show and then we're going to Australia. Oh, nice. Wow. Yep. Yep. And, and then we're going to be, then we're taking January, February off and then we're going to, I can't say exactly because it's not announced, but Starting in March, we, we'll, we're going to start the whole next year of things. And Great. as far as the next record, we've been talking a lot about it. Um, I got about a list this long of idea ideas. Um, we might be doing something to release before the March tour for fun. That's really freaking cool that we came up with on the bus uh, a couple of weeks ago by accident i'm like dude and curse like dude and i'm like let's do it <laughs> so we might do this like one fun thing um that we're we're, we're, we're i'm gonna say yeah we're gonna make it happen it, it, it's too easy not to do and it'd be a lot of fun and it'll be cool and so kind of metal, metal church metal church is gonna do the soundtrack to fast times at ridgemont high yeah there you metal go church style. <laughs> i'm starting rumors here yeah <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. She's got to be somebody's baby. Mark Lopes on vocals. Oh, yeah. there it is, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is it, uh, the tour is it a North American tour or? or... Um, it's going to be all over. Uh, it, the March stuff is looking like it's going to be a U.S. and then we'll go to Europe and there's talk of Canada or Mexico. We're just going to go wild. We're going to do as much as much as much as possible. And probably looking like we'll go into the end of the year, go and start to do another record. So, wow. Yep. Well, look, look for yeah, you. Yeah, we're going to, the, the, the fires are hot and we're just going to keep it burning, yeah. you know? And in the meantime, all of, I, um, I got the Let Us Pray record. The thing, funny thing about the Let Us Pray stuff is because every time I go to do the record, I get pulled like mm -hmm. we were going, we were finishing up our second record and then metal church called. So I had to take a whole year to do nothing but metal church. Mm -hmm. So that kind of sucked. Right. As far as the let us pray stuff goes. But then what happened is my guitar player is like this genius prodigy. And we end up with, you know, we have 50 something songs and I'm like, wow. Oh, what the, 
fucker, where do I don't even? And then, you know, every time we start to do something, something better comes. Well, let's do that. Wow. So, you know, so like right now we got, I think we got like 11 songs, 11 songs tracked musically, mm. no vocals because mm. I haven't had time. Now, right. mind you, I write and arrange all the music, I write all the drums, all the keyboards, everything. So, I spent all the time that we I did have doing all that. Mm-hmm. So I never even got to the vocals. So that's what I'm working on now. And of course, while I'm working on that, he's writing up more songs. And I'm like, God. So now what we kind of decided to do is I'm like, look. A box set? We're just going <laughs> to release songs because I can't, mm-hmm. I can't compartmentalize whole record right now because it's like it's too overwhelming in my brain so i'm just breaking it down in segments now yeah and then of course ross is calling (laughs) and we're going to australia in march right before i start the metal church tour right and you know we're due way overdue for another record so we're already talking about that so So you're just like kicking so much ass right now because you have to I got to. You have to because the phone's <laughs> ringing. You got songs to write. You got gigs to play. You got records to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I gotta, I gotta say, Mark, it has been such a, uh, just on a personal level because I'm, I'm a singer, and just when I heard your voice, dude, I, I just, I don't know what to say, man. I'm, no, I'm beside myself, that's, dude. That's you're a huge a, compliment coming from you. Trust oh, me. come on <laughs> now. You, you, so you much, got man. you. Sure, dude. But you know, just upon our accidental meeting, isn't that a King Diamond song? Uh, you know, I feel. I just feel like uh, you know, cut from the same cloth kind of thing. Oh yeah, we hit it off right away. Oh it was, yeah, it was no. It was like when, we've been friends for years already. It was yeah, wild. It's, it's pretty weird, <laughs> and uh, it's like we're we're kind of telling the, some of the same stories, and it's like ah oh, fuck, that's so bizarre. So when I told Dave all about all of that, you know, and then it, it's uh, it, it's just been real easy to get to know you, and I just appreciate you very much. Likewise, dude. Likewise, so much, man. Yeah. It's it's awesome. I mean, I can't wait. Now I'm like, we can't wait to do. Now when we get to play together, it's even going to be that much cooler. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because it'll be like, dude, dude, dude. what's up? Yeah. Come and jam. Let's do a tune. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. That's yeah, awesome. Mark. Thank you for your time today. It's been uh, it's been great for me to get to know you as well. And uh, the the new album sounds great. Congregation of Annihilation, the the new metal church record. Folks need to go out there and check it out. Uh, Mark is doing a fine job carrying on the legacy of Metal Church. Uh, and uh, look for Ross the Boss at some point in the future. And uh, Metal Church on the Road in 2024. Hope to see you in and Texas. And a new Let Us Pray record, I promise, is coming out next year. Let us pray as well. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank, thanks for joining us today. On behalf of my co-host, Jason McMaster, I'm Metal Dave Glessner, along with our special guest today, Mark Lopes on the Talk Louder podcast. 